Welcome to the Three Kings Podcast, the one place where real men have real conversations, but from a kingdom point of view. With your host, Rob B. Free Badgett, Will Big Steel Wells, and Rob Resurrect Connolly. Sit back, tune in, and let the king speak. Wait, I could have sworn John Richie was Jamaican. He doesn't like any kind of black person I've ever seen in my so life. So Lionel Richie's Jamaican is I, what you're saying? I think he is. I'm that serious. Um, I think he is. Amy Welcome to another edition of the Three Kings Podcast. Happy today to you. Happy Wednesday. Hopefully you're enjoying your day. Yes. How's your guys' day going? Day is going great. It's going it's awesome, so man. It's awesome. A nice the day that the Lord has beautiful made. day. God has truly blessed us in a mighty way as always. Mighty. So you went to some uh, muscle people conference. I went to a high school strength conditioning coaches conference, not a muscle something conference. What do you do there at the high school? We learned about techniques. We uh, heard different speakers from all over the country, and uh, I got to meet every single one of them. They were really awesome. Gave me a lot of help. What is there to talk about at that event? So we talked about the mindset of a, a student athlete, what we as coaches should be doing and to understand our role um, as strength coaches, that we are teachers and we are servants doing something good in this world working with these children. So you're servant muscles. We muscle are servants. servants. All of us are servants, absolutely. Muscle servants. Muscle servants, correct. That's cool. How about correct. you, man? How was your week? My week was good, you know. Um, just did a lot of stuff with the family, so can't complain there, you know. Working on my house, you know. I got another room that I'm remodeling. What room are you doing now? Because there's some guy who's always outside doing something to your stairs. <laughs> yes, yes. He's working on my stairs, but I'm actually remodeling my uh, laundry room. Wow. Are you? Sheet rock and Do stuff you like YouTube that. it? Mm-hmm. I did in the past, but now I just I just know some stuff. You, know? you just know how to put some walls up? I so tried the YouTube fixing my dryer. And I actually did that. Sliced my wrist open. Both of them. So well, I stopped doing that. <laughs> that I never happens YouTube. again. I YouTube my lost drive. a lot of blood. <laughs> I tried, but you know, failed. Miserably. What did you YouTube? Oh. What did you? YouTube? I had to YouTube my my dryer. It was a couple of years ago, and it was wow. one little piece that was on the inside. I had to take right. apart almost a whole. Exactly. Dryer Thank you. For one little piece. Thank you. You understand? It's ridiculous. The only you thing understand. I've YouTube is. Well, you have little hands compared to my massive hands. Well, you know, so it'll be easier for you weight, so. to go there. So that's good for you. I'm well, proud I of you. I loved you in Thor Ragnarok. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, okay, it's one of those things. Uh, You're a Hulk. You're a Hulk. The only thing I've YouTubed oh, was how okay. to fix my multiple broke-down vehicles that I have owned. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah you YouTube. know how to fix stuff now. Yeah, yeah, I know how to fix brakes. I can do... Uh, you can do brakes? Yep. yep. What? Rotors. Uh, oh, shoot. Pads. I put on a muffler. Calipers. I can fix calipers. What? Yes. Wow, dude. I learned how to do oil changes in high school. All you need is a certification. You can no, make some extra dough. No. I, I learned how to do oil changes in high school when you guys oh. never saw me in high school. That's mm-hmm. what you were doing. I was doing real man stuff. Whoa. Oh, oh, real yep. man stuff. I was messing with paintbrushes, but you were yeah. doing real man stuff. I was messing stuff. with the ladies, but you were doing okay. real man stuff. Yep. Okay. Sure was. Okay. Okay. I was in the basement fixing cars, doing oil changes, Yeah. Uh, changing tires. Mm. I did, um, uh, what was it, transmission flush one time. <laughs> With a transmission, you got to let, oh, wow. there's like 
What? 20 or so screws. You got to unscrew all of them. And what? Yeah, yeah. This will flush? Did all that. It has Jeez. to take it off because all the transmission fluid has to get out. That's so crazy. That's what I was I doing in high school. How was your weekend, though? You didn't say about it. It was great. It I was saw great. your awesome pictures. I did want to ask you, too, for yeah. those who don't know, you guys have had this little battle going on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Our listeners don't know. Um, so who would like to start? This is... This is kind of the. Uh, he can start because I, I, I didn't want to be a part of the battle. You know, I was what I called defending myself. Mm. Whatever. So I've been uh, pranking Rob and his family for many years. Many years. Long time. Can we talk about last year? What you decided? Oh to my do? gosh, last year I sent Rob, you, Yvette. I mean, I sent almost. Oh, everybody. you sent Yvette one too? I sent yes, he did. Everybody. There's about ten people. I sent explosive packages too, as far as like glitter bombs. <laughs> Fake bugs in an envelope, mm-hmm. and so when they open, the bugs pop out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Fake chips, and they open the chips and containers. Like I told a couple of guys, told my friends at the gym, so yeah, I'm sending you guys a box of candy. You know, it's a holiday candy. I think you guys will like it. You did multiple yes. people. And they all fell for every prank. Here's a problem. So Rob, this, Rob was the funniest by far, though. This dude. The funniest by far. I can only speak for myself, so I got him twice. and then Elder will speak on his own. And I got you at your house. So you actually opened I like come a in. Yes. It was like <laughs> almost 2 in the morning. Yes. I got home. Checked my mail. But it looked, it looked like a special package. I'm like, <laughs> oh, somebody sent me some special? It was hilarious. So mm. normally you see junk mail, you're like, I'm just going to mm. disregard that. But this mm. said, open it. Right. Now it's almost two in up the morning. True, mm. true. I open it and it explodes it so glitter <laughs> everywhere so in my entire kitchen. So funny. Now here's awesome. the backstory. So <laughs> here's the backstory. The backstory. The backstory. I was like, first of all, I was like, I went uh, immediately on the defense. I was like, oh. who knows where I live and who did I wrong? Mm-hmm. What f- woman did I break <laughs> her heart and she decide? Because there was one in particular. I, was, I started calling. I was like, yo, <laughs> I think she knows and she thinks this is a joke. She remembers my address oh, shoot. and she sent something to my house. That's I was, the dangerous part. That's I really was dangerous. paranoid. I was like, yo, I'm about mm-hmm. to get on the phone. Because I don't think this is funny. Mm-hmm. You're trying to send some subliminal message like, mm. hey, I'm getting ready to come for you. I was terrified. Wow. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, and so if you, no, 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 listen, mm, yeah, whatever. I had no knowledge. And if you didn't say, hey, did you get something special? That was so funny. Your voice. <laughs> I was like, yo. Your voice Because I, so I had funny. no clue. Mm-hmm. I was like. You guys are a bunch mm. of tools. And what happened to you? What did he Well, do? I mean, first of all, I want to say this actually started in high school. Did it? This actually started in high school. I would leave my house and there'd be silly string no, all over right. my car. You're and lying. Yeah. This stuff from high school. All the time. Used to mess up his car all the time, dude. And I'm all just like, time. I want to do things like grow up and live a life. <laughs> Tell about the and pizza I come outside. when it was cold. Huh? When it was cold outside, I left all that pizza and condiment stuff this on your car. Nerd. It froze on your You're lying. I'm dead serious. No. <laughs> this dude. This is how you show affection and affection. He tried to feed me molded waffles I one did. time. I <laughs> did. Sure that was at Stefan's house. Yeah, Stephon's and I'm like, I remember like, that. Oh, it was blueberry. <laughs> yes. I'm like, but all it's crumbling like panels in my hand. It was. It was crumbling. This dude. So it was so dangerous. You you kept putting all that syrup on it. You was like, yeah. I'm glad he didn't no, eat he it. He put on the syrup. I on put it. on the syrup. Yeah. On. I yeah. served it to him. So it, I'm glad so he didn't eat it, man. Things picked up a couple of years ago when I was at my last house. Yeah. And I opened up my mailbox. Oh yeah, that's right. That was. And funny. there was 
It looked like a ransom note. It was so funny. <laughs> and he was just like, you know what you did. Yes. You know, you need to tell your secrets. You know what you did. And I'm like, what? What is going on here? He's no, like, you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I'm like, then the next five day, days. Then the you next have five day, days to tell the truth. Yeah. Then the next day, he's like, oh, you think I'm playing with you? <laughs> you should yet. be ashamed of yourself. You call yourself a man of God? <laughs> no. Tell everybody yeah, what you did or yeah. I'm going to out you. And uh, now you have four like, days. So the countdown kept going down. It was so by the third day, I'm like so telling funny. my wife, I'm like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> messing with my family. She's like, I think it's William. I'm like, no, he wouldn't do that. He's not that crazy. He absolutely is. Uh, so, so after funny. like a week when the deadline was over, the supposed deadline, mm. so I go out, so I'm like, so then he says, he's like, oh, you got one more chance. Mm. I'm like, so then I leave my house one morning and I see this Oompa Loompa You're running lying. to his car from my mailbox. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it is William. So I'm like, okay. And then um, after that, oh, what did he so do? Funny. After that, then he was sending the stuff to the house. Yes. Where he was sending um, these toys, these um, these little games that you could play while you sit on the toilet. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. He sent me the one golf, of those. So this little yeah, golf. Yeah. So toilet me, golf. I'm like, toilet you golf. know, no return address. How did, can Somebody we, with a pants down. How do you even find this stuff? Dude, I research all the time. You know that. <laughs> like, I'm always on the I was like, what? Who thought of this? I research everything. Toilet uh, everything. golf. I got the toilet golf from Amazon. Though. So... Uh, Mr. Conley mm -hmm. had uh, played something on you some time ago, some years ago. You received a letter as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. Would you like to talk about that? <laughs> Dude, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> hey. You brought that up? Sir? Yes. <laughs> you sure did. Uh, oh, you can't dish it, but you can't dish it. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Is your mic on? A few Bobby, test his mic. It's it's Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> a few years ago. You gotta give the whole story. A few years ago. <laughs> Why is he close to the side? I went uh, snowboarding <laughs> with a couple of guys from my gym mm -hmm. whom I thought were cool dudes. I thought it was a I thought it was a bro trip. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, oh, I told my wife. She didn't think anything of it. You know, she gave me permission to go, so I went. Uh, so we get to the house. And I noticed one certain bedroom has like all this stuff in it, but the other one's empty. It's so a bro trip. Yeah, bro trip. So three like, guys, three muscle bound dudes. So I'm like, oh, okay. Three guys with muscles on a bro trip. So something clicked in my head that this Going was skin. not what I expected it to be. So when they were changing in front of me, I asked them, I said, so you guys, you know, like good friends, you guys just come up here huh, and hang out. He's like, oh, well, you know, we're more than friends, we're lovers. I was like, oh, so you're gay. They're like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Oh, you didn't know that? Like, no, I didn't know you were gay. I and mean, why, why didn't you know that? Because what did they have at home? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You know what? Did you say they were married? They, were, they used to be married. Oh, they used to be and married. And they, have, they both had children. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't think they were gay because they, you know, they were married before and they had children. Mm -hmm. That's, not the, that's so, not the kicker here. Keep so going. the whole weekend. Uh, why they, are you rubbing your leg right now? <laughs> The whole weekend, they, they try to seduce me into uh, sexual intercourse, and I was... You're leaving out major parts. They said, hey, <laughs> we've been out skiing and snowboarding all day. You look like you can use a massage. Yes. Can I come and rub your body? I just body? told you they were trying to... No, you know, no, no. You're leaving out stuff. major points. Listen, so they wanted to go in a hot tub. Together. Together with all three of us. Naked. 
naked. Naked. They stripped down in front of me and started flexing their muscles, and th- everything was exposed. So I'm sitting there with my nautical co- I have my nautical coat on, all my clothes on. I'm sitting there like, what the heck's going on? Man of God. Like, I have to, I, I can't, I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen, like, but they tried something, that's it. So we go outside, they go into the hot tub. I have all my clothes on and my jacket still, and it's, it's hot. And, I, and they're like, come on, Will, come on. We thought you at the gym. We thought you were hot. You were so hot, because they were drinking the whole time. I wasn't drinking at all. And so I never went into the hot tub, because I just, it just, no. I just, that wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. Then he sang me a song. What? Uh, you uh, never said that part. He did sing me a song. He wrote did a song. Did you know he sang a song? Yes. I forgot about that. He part. wrote a song and Whoa. he sang it for me. I forgot. And I'm sitting there <laughs> with a pillow. Squeezing his pillow because no, I just no, want to no, go no, home. No, no, no. I want to go home. What song did we play the song? It was like a love song. Do we have to give him rights to the song? It was a love song. I'm not going to sing the song. What was the title of the song? I don't know. I don't care. Man of Steel. No. Listen, he was singing to me a song. You he, are so, so amazing. Then th- I think they realized that I was really tense and Black uncomfortable. Man. So that's why they wanted to give you a so massage he, to help yes, you relax. Yes, so he offered to give me a massage. He said, I'm I really good. Help you relax. I give the greatest massages. He ran over and actually grabbed my traps. Ooh. And I said, I am good, sir. I'm all set. Let me help you out. So I was able to get into the bathroom and lock the door. And I called my friend. Jesus, and he just started laughing when I told him what happened. So he was no help. I called my wife, and my wife was laughing. She thought it was so funny that I was stuck up, up in New Hampshire in the middle of nowhere with no real service except for the bathroom. It was hilarious. It was you crazy. Were the chocolate in the They sandwich. walked by my bedroom yes. all night. I couldn't sleep the whole weekend they because I kept hearing footsteps. Walking past my door, Freaks come out at night. I could not sleep. It was it was it was terrible. So was this the get out terrible. gay version? It looked it felt like it. Okay. And then they tried to bring me home, and I pretended I was sleeping the entire time. So that's context. Now get to the prank. Yes. So, Mr. Rob decided that it would be funny to have uh, a get a card and write some love note in a daggone card yep. and leave it. In my car. But what, what, what was on the front of the card? It was two chihuahuas kissing it each was other. three dogs. Three dogs <laughs> kissing each other or something like yeah. that. And he wrote this love note about Good me leaving thing. my wife and kids. Yeah. I'm like, what? I said, these dudes went into my car and left a card? And Man. I said... I said well, <laughs> I'm sorry you have a good time, but what happens in New Hampshire stays yeah, in New Hampshire. Yeah, what happens in New Hampshire? I love you. <laughs> it was so, yo, I was so mad. Man... I walked into the gym <laughs> heated. I was, everyone's looking at me like, oh, I'm, my fists are balled up. I'm like, yo, you know. What was you going to do? But I'm like, yo. Listen, listen, you had all weekend to be tough. I know, but I, I just wanted to leave it alone. I, th- I, got, I thought they got the message that I wasn't it, interested. He was and it followed for the guys to pray for them. And it followed me back. Gonna yeah. do. He's going to go pray for them. Right. But my wife knew the whole time that Rob was playing a prank and never told me. <laughs> so he had, she had to call me. No, he called me yeah. and started laughing. I'm like, yo, did you do this? I'm like, yo, you just saved two lives, bro. Because oh, if you didn't call, it would have been on, son. So fast yeah. forward this past week. Yeah. What are the events have occurred? Because you've made your debut on social media. Dude. Looking like a total psycho. Shut up. Total psycho. Listen. First of all, he prepped this all month of March. I like, did. it's coming. I did. April 1st is coming. I did. Oh, we're going to prank you guys. Be aware. Watch Be your aware. backs. I forgot about okay. the camera. I did forget about the camera. I thought that it all would be really funny, 
But I forgot. So for those of you don't know, this dude, he goes to <laughs> Elder Connolly's house. Five o'clock. At five o'clock in the morning. Yes, five o'clock. You in the see morning. this huge black figure <laughs> with scissors tiptoeing up the lawn, <laughs> that was so funny. and you see him open the screen door, that was so bad. and he pulls out some tape, and you're like, what is this dude yes. doing? <laughs> you hear the tape, <laughs> and he, you he's sitting there, he, then he yeah. breaks out some scissors, then he breaks out this little doll. That was so funny. The doll looks terrifying. Yes. He tapes the doll to the front door yes. of their house I did. Mm -hmm. so I did. that when his wife in particular who leaves early is extremely startled right now she says that she wasn't startled she was scared she definitely um, was, scared. was not she was she, yeah, she, she was did. like this was dude not. is yeah, an idiot right yeah. that's probably was her first thought mm. yeah and then she proceeds to post the video footage oh on line she did that shows him doing yes. such events. Yes, she did. For then Mr. Connolly says, okay, I'm starting to brew. I'm not going to strike yet. Not yet. You do a second thing. I do. So uh, his daughter was getting baptized. That was a great time to do that. Right, because I was so focused on my daughter <laughs> exactly. getting baptized. No. He would be fo no. so focused on his daughter uh, getting insert baptized. Insert sarcasm he wouldn't think anything. here. Insert so, sarcasm So here. I, I, I went to the Dollar Tree. When your daughter gets some, married, I got something for you. I got some <laughs> vanilla frosting. And I put it on his uh, car door and his wife's car door. And they both opened the, the door or touched the handles like dummies. And they had all this frosting on their hands. It was classic. Mm. I didn't think I was gonna pull it off because I don't have a DeLorean where the talking. door just goes up. I have to <laughs> grab my door. It was so Did funny. he do it on your car door as well? Yes. Yes. What happened cars. was both cars. We both went to the church from work, so mm. we came from two different places. So both of the cars were at the church. <laughs> she left before me, and she was like, "This idiot! Like, <laughs> this frosting on my hand. Yeah, so I know it's William. Yes. I thought, I thought wives were not." Like you, you got a pass. I thought it was just no. so it's no, nobody so safe. It was game this on. dude. So game I'm on. like, okay. So then an hour later, because I had to stay at the church a little bit later to clean up and to help out with some stuff. Sure. So by that time, I'm not thinking about William again. I'm ministering to people. <laughs> You're doing the godly thing. You know thing. what I'm saying? I'm, I'm ministering <laughs> to this Your daughter's getting baptized. He, <laughs> he's walking to my car. We're talking about some stuff. I reach for my car and I'm like, dang it. <laughs> he got me too. Got Pastor too. Manny is on the floor, dying laughing. Pastor Manny has a great sense of humor. Sean is taking a picture. I of told the Sean too. Hand. I told Sean I had something planned for you. Oh my goodness. I let him know. He didn't so, know what, but he knew. So that's what he did. And that was the <laughs> that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, it was and good. then the giant was awakened. Yes. Whatever, man. Yes. So you did something Please. very interesting Absolutely. as well. Whatever. Which was also shared in the land of social media. Uh, yes, yes. Uh so how did you find out about what he did? And would you like to say what he, he did? What do you mean? Would you like to say what he did? You can tell it. I would love to tell it. Well, yes, Go ahead. Please do. <laughs> so <laughs> what happened was I had this plan. I was going to do something to his car. So I was going to go to his job, and I was going to prank him at work. And I was a little nervous. Cause I was like, I don't want to mess with his job. But I said, I got to get this dude because mm. he woke up the beast. Mm. So I called you, and I was like, hey, is William there? And he's like, no, nah, he's not here. His car's not here. So I'm like, all right, God, you don't want me to get him at work because he's nope. not there. So then I went and I had a meeting. I went to the meeting. And then later on that day, my wife was on the phone with his wife. Mm. And she said, oh, she's on the train. She's about to come home. I said, wait a minute. 
she's on a train. Yeah. Because I knew that he had his wife's car. I had my I wife's said, car the mm. whole day. That's why he. So I'm like, okay, if he's on the train, that means he has <laughs> to pick up his wife. Correct. So I used a good car. I said, babe, you on the phone with her? Where is she at right now? She said, I'm passing Randolph. Yeah. I jetted out the house. Yeah. Drove over to his house. Whatever. And I had these two big like poster boards, these like <laughs> neon yellow poster boards. Yes. And I had a picture of him on the poster board, mm, right? A picture of his head. And I drew a body of this large, large woman with woman. a bikini on. With yes. a bikini and I stuck on. his head on it and I wrote a note that said, Hey, big boy, uh, you want to ride? <laughs> so I'm getting ready to go. I didn't even see that. Yeah. yeah. I, I was getting ready yes, to go put did. it on the car, and I turned the corner, and I noticed that the car, his wife's car still there. I'm like, oh, I thought he was at the train station. And he's coming out of the house. So then I ran back into my car, and then I turned up this street, and I waited for a second. I did a three-point turn in somebody's parking lot, and I was oh, like, somebody's driveway, and I'm like, okay. He should be out of his driveway by then. Whatever. So I'm like, let me go back on the street. I come out the driveway. He's coming up the same street. Oh, boy. Now, mind but you, this dude is colorblind. Yep. <laughs> and, and I can human barely blind. see. So yes. <laughs> I'm driving, anyways, glasses. I'm driving up the street. He's coming and he drives right <laughs> past me. So I'm leaning my head all the way to the right. Drove right past me, and then I'm like, I saw the car. I just didn't think it would be him. So I'm like, in case he looks out the rearview mirror, I said, let me take a left instead of a right towards his house. That's where it got me. Threw him off. Threw me off. He goes, picks up his wife. Yes. Stealth Ninja. I take this big old poster board up on his on his door. Yes. They come back. I'm at my in-laws' house having dinner. Yeah. I posted mm. up on Facebook. I said, this is what happened when William Wells messes with me. Big stale. He got me. Is it over? No. It's not over. Okay. We gotta, mean, I don't know. Okay. Are you sure? Facebook, get ready. Because I, I got three more. <laughs> I feel like you're scared now. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not yeah, afraid of anybody. I feel okay. like he's... Listen. No, no. He can't wait to the find danger, out what Listen, I'll give Rob credit. The danger with Rob is that he's creative. <laughs> and when he starts to ponder things, his daggone ideas are, are ridiculous. So mm. and I I'm not there yet. I'm not mm. I'm not as creative. <laughs> Maybe you could just bow out right No, I'm not no. I'm not gonna know. Because I think I'm it's going to get worse. No, there's I'm nothing listen. else he can do. No, 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 no. I put you put me on Facebook twice. No, there's listen, nothing else I, I can have to do. Listen. No, I am telling you. Here's what I will Do you know? Say. No, listen, listen. You know something. Here's what I will say. <laughs> That's what it is. His, no, no, no. What is it? What I will say is what? he did not want to get involved. No, I know that. He wanted to ignore <laughs> it. He's like, I'm going to leave this alone. And he'll leave me alone. Then when you got the chocolate frosting. It was vanilla frosting. And it happened it at his so daughter's baptism. I He said, that. Okay, I, I feel bad about that. now it's go I time. I felt bad about that. And <laughs> I want to send a yes. message to him. Yes. But I'm going to send a message where I'm just getting warmed up. Mm. But I thought he would forgive me because at least I showed <laughs> <No>. up <laughs> and gave Mariah a nice big hug. I thought it would be good, but it, it did not. And church congregants saw it. Yes, that's Now, funny. granted, he has a sense of humor, but I yeah, think, sir... I don't know. The picture was pretty creative. Whatever, man. As well as was the uh, little letter from, um, you know, your boyfriends. Yo. At the gym. Listen. That was classic. I know. So I, I don't know what I'm doing. We'll do. see what happens throughout the week. We'll see. Because, but, the, you know, I think it's good. One thing that you said still is that, you know, you, we all enjoy the fact that we, uh, people, can see different sides and facets of us. Absolutely. You know, which Absolutely. I think is important because when we came up, yes, sir. 
let me figure out how I'm going to word this, because Pastor Connolly said that I sound like I'm always bashing the church culture. <laughs> so I'm going to think how to say it differently. Give me a, how can I say when I came up, all I saw was religious, stiff-coated people who <laughs> bored life the tears out of me. How, what is an appropriate way of saying that? That I did not see a lot of examples of You didn't see any personalities men, in any of the church leaders or growing Or men, up. male leaders in the church culture that influenced me through a positive way. How do I say that? I just said, you, you, didn't, you didn't see any personality in any of the church leaders that were around you growing up. You know, you didn't see their personality. You didn't know what their likes were. You just saw yeah. them Th stay the course with uh, sermons or whatever. And they didn't laugh. They didn't joke. Yeah. No. It was serious. They didn't even look happily married, a lot of them, to be honest. Like, right. I didn't see no relationship. Some of like, them, I don't know if they even owned shorts. I don't know if they ever went to Yes, good point. <laughs> we had, uh, there was a church picnic one time that went to Lincoln, and I think they still had on slacks. They did. <laughs> they had dress pants on. They did. I'm, I'm like, like, what are they doing? Yo. They did. <laughs> Playing baseball and softball. It is with hot. There's a pond yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. Shorts is okay. I remember. But can I talk about the church for a brief bullet point? Yeah, you can. Is it okay? Because <laughs> it's something Whatever, that I do man. feel like. Um, we did have a show where uh, we talked about, um, you know, things that women need to know, right? Mm -hmm. And we got some feedback specifically from women. Yep, mm -hmm. we did. And uh, we're going to have an opportunity to have them on. Yes. Because they're like, well, we, your wife was the first one. She was like uh, highly. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's like, I, I was know. like, I didn't know you talked this much. She did. She was sending out messages. She had everything to say. She's just like, nope. Always. When is it our turn? It's yeah. my turn to speak. I was like, I didn't know you spoke. Yes. Um, but I do want sisters to know that we are an advocate for you as well. Um, and it was a clip that we all saw this past week, oh. which I haven't seen a lot of brothers yeah. um, publicly talk about it. But right. we had briefly talked about toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. But there's another layer where we are seeing some blatant abuse. Um, and for years, <coughs> within a church culture, it was really hard for sisters to ascend to places of leadership. Yes. Uh, people mm -hmm. taking scriptures and, and said, this is... This is what it should be. This is what it should not be. Mm -hmm. And there was a clip that came um, up this week. Well, this past week, rather. Um, something Jennings. Apostle Jennings. Apostle Jennings, right. Now, have any of you followed this dude before then? No, never no, even heard of him until this clip. So yeah. if you haven't seen it, there is this pastor, an apostle, quote unquote. And he states something in the middle of his message. He's like, if you are single, first of all, if you're single, it's because of you. It's your fault. And then he goes on to say, well, I'm going to try and help you out. Um, if you want me to critique you, come on up and stand up, and I'm going to critique you. And I only saw two women that he critiqued. Right. But the way that he critiques them, and I'm like, I don't, there's so many things that are wrong on this Absolutely. level. Mm -hmm. And I want to get you guys this immediate gut reaction, because as I said, we are an advocate for our sisters. We're an mm -hmm. advocate for healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, we have talked about different experiences that negatively happened within the church, outside of the church. Yep. But today, we want to really um, kind of deal with some of the things that need to uh, be dealt with, but also support women mm -hmm. um, and know that they, are, they have support from specifically us. What were you guys' immediate thoughts when you saw that? I um, was really offended and appalled. It's, it's like if I was in that church and 
he having to critique my daughter or my wife, there would have been a huge issue Ooh. after service. You know what I mean? I just, I felt like he wasn't in the right place to do that. He didn't have the authority to do that. And that's just not showing an example of what the church is supposed to be like. You know, I love our church because here we can be ourselves. We're, we're free to worship the way we're supposed to worship. We have a pastor who's supportive and um, understands people. People that have grown up in a kind of closed-minded lifestyle and really, really religious uh, uh, mindset don't really have those opportunities to be relational, and they don't know how to be. Mm. And you can tell this guy is one of those guys. He's he said he was in the ministry for thirty years, yeah, and he, did say he that. made a comment about, well, if you don't like what I'm saying, you can leave my church. You know what I mean? Right. Like saying comments like that and not acknowledging first and foremost that God is the one who's over that place of worship, not you. And, and secondly, understanding your role as a supposed apostle or even a pastor. You know, mm. you're, you're supposed to be exhorting and encouraging people, not calling people out in the middle of a congregation during service and critiquing what they wear and what they should do or shouldn't do. If you're going to, if, if somebody wants a critique or wants to know your opinion about them, you can do that in the, in the privacy, mm. you know, somewhere else in your, in your house, in the office, or whatever. But to do that blatantly, yeah. In front of everybody, right. it just doesn't make any sense. Mm. What do you think, Rob? Man, it, w it was definitely aggravating because I'm like, no matter how much you try to take one step forward, something like that will bring you two steps back. Yeah. Mm. So just like Will said, I'm like, that stuff could have been done clo behind closed doors, but purposely did it in front of everybody to show like first, like, hey, I'm, I'm serious about about you know whatever i'm serious about you know my ministry i'm serious about you know we making sure that we do this for god so i'm gonna do this in front of everybody and i'm gonna show mm. you that i'm not afraid to say it and i'm like yo how do people how do pastors deal with that in real life you mm -hmm. know i'm gonna tell you this, this what do you mean what do you mean like for example right i work part-time at a school mm -hmm. right and i work part-time here at the church so one day i was at the school and i was covering a class with sixth graders mm. sixth graders mind you right and they were doing a writing project where they had to talk about um, them being in an early college model school. Mm. So I'm talking to the kids about going to college and all that stuff, and they're soaking it up and they're listening. And then I told them, I said, you know, I'm here because I really care about you guys. You know I'm not here every day in the school. You know, I'm only here part-time. So one kid asked me, sixth graders, mind you, said, mm. oh, so what do you do when you're not here? And I said, I work at a church. Opened up the floodgates. Really? So one kid was like, Oh, so you work at a church? Yeah, so yeah, I'm a pastor. Oh, so you take money from the church? Wow. I'm like, how, yeah. how did we get here? Mm. We were talking about, so I was like, you know, I'm like, so I'm like, okay, we have a lot of kids that go to, go to a church at our school. So I'm like explaining, you know, how the scripture supports, you know, supporting a pastor. And that's one of the reasons why I never wanted to work at a church because I never wanted to have these conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, they think that somebody's supposed to, Always be available to go to the hospital. Last week, I did a funeral. I preached. I did Bible study. I did all these things. And they just like, yo, you got to be available every single time. Mm. But nobody wants, you know, mm -hmm. it's optional to pay for a church. So, so then we, so and you didn't get no money for that. Right. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, all the funerals I do, I don't get money every time I do a funeral or right. even a wedding. I don't get money every time I do a wedding. Right. right? Or counseling. Mm -hmm. I've counseled three couples this week. Mm. I don't get money every time I counsel, but we do it because that's the ministry that God has given us. Absolutely. So I'm finishing up this conversation with the kids, and then the kids are like, yeah, so um, 
So you get paid. So you get paid from the church. So you take money from the church, like John Gray, and buy cars. Shut up! I'm like, it's a sixth grader. Shut up! How do you even know who John Gray is? Because his mama told him. Yes. And I'm just like, yo! Wow! Yes. Talk mm. about Saved by the Bell. Oh, <laughs> like, yo! A sixth grader just hit me with the John Gray. So I'm disgusted when I see things like that because people who are really trying to do ministry, they have to now. Mm. As pastors, like, I don't even go to do church. I'm not even in his city, but right. I got an answer for that. Like, I had to answer. Not saying mm. I feel like I had to stick up with John Gray, but <coughs> I'm put in a position where I right. got to answer these questions. You're put in a position where you have to defend the gospel. Yeah, and it's crazy. You have to defend why you believe what you believe, why right. you're a Christian. That's what we come up against now. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think personally, that's one of the areas that I've struggled with. I think we've all, you know, we all have served in, in ministry in different capacities, but soon as you take on a certain title, it's not even so much as though the work actually changes, but the level of attention changes in people's false perception mm -hmm. of what it is and what yeah. it is not. Right, right. Um, now, yeah. you know, it's like this idea that people have, by, well, by and large, people have that if you're a pastor, one, you should be broke. Right. Two, right. Yeah. you know, you should never yeah. ask for anything. Three, you should always be available. Right. And four, you should know the answer to everything here on everything. the planet Earth. Right. Everything. And it's like... <laughs> you automatically get criticized if you're a pastor driving a nice car and everybody else is struggling. But you're not understanding that this pastor may not even be getting paid by the church, but have have other streams of revenue coming in. Right. You like like, I mean? like we should use John Gray, for right. example. Right. Dude was paid... Before he started this Way new before. church, right? He writes books. Yes. He's had TV series. Absolutely. He's shows. a multi-millionaire, yes. right? Before but he opened the church, it wasn't. An, it, it, two two things happened for him that right. I don't think people realize. One, when he went to that Trump dinner, or whatever that Trump uh, <laughs> press conference was, it was the pastors' meeting, right? With, at Trump's half uh, of the country House. didn't know right. who he was, correct? Until correct. he went to that Trump meeting yes. and then when he started Relentless Church and became very visual yes. because prior to that he had been at um, Joel Osteen's Joel church, Osteen's right. church right. for years long, long time. Long years time. he already had the Oprah special right. but Correct. as soon mm -hmm. as he came out in the forefront people started to know who he was and immediately everything that he does became under mm -hmm. the microscope right. and I'm like dude First of all, you're not going to tell me what I can buy my wife. <laughs> it's my wife. It's mm -hmm. my family. Right. Why do I have to clear that with you? Mm -hmm. But the world feels like, yo, we need an explanation. And we don't even go to your church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And that's one of the things that I've uh, kind of struggled with um, in terms of my own personal walk. I'm like, man, you take on this level. Then it's like that. all the things that I mentioned. people, Because I don't believe in being broke. I don't believe in I have to explain to you absolutely not. You know mm -hmm. what my bank bank statements are. Not, I don't right. work for the government. I'm not running for public office. Right. Why do I got to tell you? Right. But everybody has an opinion on it. Yes. But I think the challenge is the balance is is when you have these dudes who pop up like this guy did last week mm -hmm. and he's like he is he he's reinforcing all the things that we're like, dude. Right. Can you just turn him off? Like well, the just, guy that has the, the twerking contest. In the gym. Is that for real? That was for real. I didn't hear I that. Saw that I saw that. Was video. A, that was a pastor? It was a pastor. You're lying. It was a pastor who had a twerking contest in a gymnasium. To do for what? Because he just wanted to have fun. Yeah. And see. he thought it'd be a great idea. He just he called himself the swearing pastor. 
Is that the dude that swears that yeah. he'd be laying All in with the, the glasses? Yes, him. Oh, him, yes. I, if anybody, listen. Yes. If you are taking him, him. seriously, Absolutely. then you deserve whatever he preaches to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you don't believe in twerkship? No. Twerkship. Twerkship. No. <laughs> you know what? You know what's disturbing about Kevin Apostle Faith Jennings? Made that word. And that uh, that clip was um, all the women that agreed with him. Yeah. What he was doing. You can but hear do you, think, you can hear them in the yeah, background. Yes, Jesus. I'm like, yeah. no. This is but do, so let wrong. me ask you a question though. To flip that though, mm-hmm. do you feel like sometimes women they take the position out of fear? Because look mm-hmm. at our culture, our society. Mm-hmm. There is there's so many aspects of toxic masculinity that are playing their, its way out in the workplace, in their homes, that they're almost being conditioned to go with the flow of what's being said. Right. Right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, 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 I feel understand. like there might oh, yeah, be that element as yeah, well. Definitely society. Because if I, I say you, something or, well, that, well you know what? Because I, pe- I saw women's comments mm-hmm. um, saying, uh, you know what? Psst, well, you didn't have to get up there and go ahead and get critiqued. You chose to be critiqued by him, and yeah. you chose to be in his church. Mm-hmm. So why yeah. are you getting mad now but because of what he said? Mm-hmm. And I think that culture... Women for buying they they just not used to getting that level of support. So now, mm. I can't beat them. I'll just join in with him. Right. You know what I mean. And sometimes within our culture of church, uh, and I say our culture, black culture of church, black there's, culture. There's, yes. we get the least bit of power, mm-hmm. and now we distort it and abuse it. Yeah, I always yeah. say I think the last person to be president in America is a black female, mm. a black gay female. There, there, wasn't it just a mayor? Yeah. Who was that? I think in uh, I think in New York. Yeah, yeah, it might right. be. Oh, that's the man. That's, One of them. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a Listen, a straight yeah. white female be... had a hard time becoming president of this country. Yeah. A black gay female? No, this one is a mayor. In America? She's a mayor. This one is a mayor. She's black. black. She's, uh, she's, she's lesbian. Right. Right. Um, she's and she's, now. you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Just because of the way our society is going. Yeah. Now, we talk a lot sure. about the problems. What are some solutions that we can give, specifically for women who might be in these kind of scenarios and situations? Um, because I don't feel like they get a lot of support from brothers as well. Like, what do you feel some of the things that they can do and how can they be supported? I was just going to say, you know, what What I find also interesting is that this right now, th- the times right now, this is like the most supportive support that women have ever gotten. From like men of color, no, you think? I'm, no, I'm or from men at large? Like, no, I'm just saying like in a, like in the entertainment, like I'm looking right now, like all the blockbusters are mostly like female leads and stuff like that. Like There's a there lot is of a like, shift. Yeah, there's been a there's been a big shift. You well, know, because like of the Me Too movement support. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably that's what a big it is. part about it. Right. I think um, see, here here's a here's a challenge that we have, right? Because like I'm writing this book. What is the book? For those who don't know, the book is the book is about marriage. The book is called um, uh, uh, Dating Plus God Equals Questions, mm. and it'll be coming out soon. And in the book, you know, it's for singles. It's about marriage. So one of the issues that I that I tackle in marriage is um. The word submission mm. and that's like cursing at some women mm. you know and I was having like the editor look over the book and the editor came from a place where you know she's a woman who's been through a lot you know dealt with male you know toxic you know masculinity and it's like you know reading it from her eyes it's like mm. you know what I understand how this word has hurt so many people so I'm like well you don't want to go on the flip side and just ignore it because mm. it's in the word of God. So why does God have that word in there? So it's like, yo, let's go back to the origins of teaching what, you know, what was the purpose uh, of marriage? What's the purpose of a woman in a relationship and a man in a relationship? 
and what's not. Oh, another thing that got me too is I just happened to be looking at a video on YouTube one day mm. and I watched a lot of TED Talks. Yeah, yeah. So I heard this TED Talk on this woman talking about the hijab mm. and what it's for and what it was not for. It blew my mind how it really was not about what um, that whole culture, the Muslim culture, use it, that sexual, the Muslim culture, use it for the women. Blew my mind. So I just happened to share it with another female. And I was just like, it's not just Christianity. Yeah, it's yeah, all right. around how we just put women at such a place. And the problem is people are so powerful that if whatever group of people that you put down, mm. they will rise back harder. So are uh. we supposed to respect that woman? Yeah. But to the point where it's now like, Feminism, mm. like on overkill. Yeah, no, yeah. and but same thing with any other group of people. So what's the answer? I think we have to first acknowledge and say, yo, we made a mistake. Mm. We have to first acknowledge and say we made a mistake. I think that starts, it's the same thing with anything else. Yeah, yeah. First acknowledge it and say, yo, we made a mistake. Now let's look at how we're supposed to do this right. right. Because I don't think That's anybody has point. the full answer on how to do it right mm. because we never practiced it as a society as a whole before. Do you it's, feel like it's about accountability and understanding, right? I have a question about that. Okay. Do you feel like you f do you find a mm -hmm. lot of brothers are holding other brothers accountable? No, I don't. I don't find that at all. I, I think we've uh, we're growing up in a culture in the world where people are saying whatever they want and nobody really cares until they're dead or passed away. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I, I think the more people can look inside themselves and get a better understanding of who they're supposed to be the more that culture can be changed. But until that happens, we're gonna continue to come up against everything that you know that we're seeing right now taking place. Mm. I mean, this was prophesied and, and this was expected, especially with believers who know their Bible. You know, this isn't a surprise to anyone who understands what the word of God says, but if we don't have a proper understanding of what's really going on and the bigger, I deeper rooted issues in this country, yeah. in this world, we're going to continue to uh, be the same type of sheeple that we we're, we're becoming right now. Yeah, yeah, I think it's tough. I think um, um, I too had came out with a book. Well, yours is coming. Mine's had came out, and it, and it was specifically dealing with women, right? Mm -hmm. And it was a devotional where each day. Um, she receives a letter from God, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and then the last one is her husband. And the concept is, is that by the time you get to the end, when you meet the man that God has for you, what he says is going to echo everything that you've already heard. I think the challenge is, is that so many of what uh, sisters are hearing, it's contrary to what God is saying. And so they're just intertwined and when you don't hear God then you're you're subject to your own interpretation of what you think and what you believe and when we talked about the feminist movement that was just birth out of rejection rebellion and sure. we were not being accepted and so on and so forth right my advice to sisters though is at this point um, one you do have to partner with men who see the value in who you are men who have your best interest. right Absolutely. eliminating them out of the equation is not the solution no. right like we still no. need to work with each other absolutely start i i think it, it's great that you're you're advancing in education you guys are killing it in in the marketplace but do not try to build a world that just eliminates the need of a man right. as well right because this is what 
men did. Like, they didn't value you. So you doing the same thing in return, that's not going to help right. us to get ahead. Correct. You know what I mean? And, and it's important that you understand that. Like, you you play a role just like mm -hmm. he plays a role. We cannot get to the uh, destination unless we work together. Mm -hmm. um, but again, you do have to discern the right relationships that you need to partner up with. Mm -hmm. Such as the case, like we talked about, well, why were some of them sisters like amen and this guy and this congregation, they chose to partner with that nonsense. That is not the type of people that you need to partner with because they don't have your best interest at heart. But, and it's a lack of understanding. A lack of understanding. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. got you got to check um, the text for yourself. But even if, if you are, mm -hmm. And you're gonna hear somebody preach about it. Make sure you they're in context with it as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, because dudes will use the Bible yes. to support yeah, all the time. You know what I mean? All the time. Yes. And they use it in out of context. Like what you talked about with submission. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dudes have taken that. Yes. Listen, this is what the wife is supposed to do. Right. right. You know, and a lot of that, not even going all the way back to the Bible. But in the common era of culture, dudes were f doing that along their own interpretation as well. So you come across, you know, uh, there was like the 50s and stuff and 40s where, where uh, you're sleeping in separate beds and the woman <laughs> just belonged in a home. Yeah. So their interpretation of the scripture supported that. My grandparents were like that. Right, yeah. right. So they just took the Bible. Yeah. It's like Bible and the slavery. <laughs> you know, that's stupid nonsense that dudes be spewing. Well, you know, we're supposed to be, you know, you enslave the black people and then they use the Bible. No. They use that for their that agenda. completely false. You can always find something to support your distorted agenda. Absolutely. That so does not mean it's truth. So Absolutely. I talked about the men have to start with um, first admitting that we did something wrong. Right. And then the women, their starting point, their starting point is forgiveness. Mm. Because if they, if, like you said, if they get, I always talk about being stronger, allowing your trials and tribulations to make you stronger and not harder. So if there's they don't, difference. there's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can be like, no, you did this to me, I need to get you. So it's like, that's where, you know, and we don't want to disrespect anybody, but that's a large part of like um, a, the fem feminist movement. True. Like, I know you didn't get what you were supposed to get, so now you're going to make sure you get that plus interest mm. and go to the point where it's like, oh, let's just eliminate the men. And These I'm are not our saying, reparations. And I'm not saying that, you're right, and I'm not <laughs> saying that's everybody, but there's a good portion that's like that, right? right? So they got to have forgiveness, and we got to admit that we did wrong so we can end up in the right place, because you can go the wrong way you know, 100% too. Right. And just mess right. it up on that end too. And it's forgiveness to a point where you're still willing to work with the opposing people. Or forgiveness, then reconciliation. will be there. Right. right. Reconciliation. Yeah. You know reconciliation. Because I mean? reconciliation. that's where the reconciliation comes from. When mm -hmm. you can forgive somebody and reconcile, I mean, people don't understand how much work can be done just by doing those two things. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's so huge, especially amongst Christians, to, to forgive people and to be reconciled with one another so the work can continue to progress forward and people just aren't really getting that. Right. And right. if people don't get it, like, the process doesn't change. Mm -hmm. If you're talking about, like, okay, you have an issue with um, a brother in Christ. Right. Okay, it's, you know, you acknowledge you did something wrong, mm -hmm. the other person forgiving you, mm -hmm. and then the both of you come together to reconcile on how we're going to move forward. Right. Oh, if you got a problem with, you know, somebody at mm -hmm. work, you got to acknowledge something. Did you do something wrong? They got to figure. It's the same process. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't change. It just matters who's A, who's B. Absolutely. Right. So you have to know that you're valuable. 
but you also have to use your power accordingly as well. Mm -hmm. Just attacking in response is not you using your power. What did right. you say harder? What is that thing you said? I said you got to um, be strong to her. make you stronger, not harder. Because yeah. you just have a heart, you know, stone of... Right. You know, and there are a stone. lot of sisters who are so walking right. around hard because this guy, he just did mm. you dirty. Hardened. He did you wrong. Hardened. And, you know, it's real. And mm. some of it is it's, it's justifiable where you feel like you feel the way that you do. We sure. understand Absolutely. that. So we're saying even in response to stuff that we see in media, mass media. And a lie always travels faster than the truth, <laughs> period. You know what I mean? So just be wise enough to sort out the things that are just not true. Right. And um, be careful who you align yourself with. Such goes the sa same thing with your romantic relationships. Uh, if you're in a toxic situation, it's, it's, it's going to eat away to who you are mm -hmm. on any level you just cannot build those things just check the text for what it is that Absolutely. god has said check mm -hmm. in truth but i think that's all for today fellas any last words on the sizzle pastor rob <laughs> why don't you go <laughs> may the lord watch between me and thee now just be on the lookout for um the podcast on um, the episode when we um have some women speak up yes you yes. know and uh that and i think that would be good for the men too that they can hear from the the woman's point of view I hopefully think so. just be a place where you know both voices can be heard i absolutely. think so absolutely yeah, think but so. until next time this is the one place where real men have real conversations but from a kingdom point of view three kings signing off yeah. peace peace thank you for tuning into this episode of the three kings podcast Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Three Kings Podcast or visit us on the web at his3kings.com. Until next time, let a king be a king. Peace.